You are listening to the Indie Game Development Podcast Show, sponsored by Curiosoft Kids Games and the letter E. Visit the Indie Game Development Podcast site at www.indiegamepod.com. Thanks again for listening to the show. This interview is inspired by a quick meetup at the Game Developers Conference. With me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Um, hi, my name is Yannick Ohrama. I'm the head of studio at Secret Exit. Um, and what, what is this game, Cinnamon Beats? Cinnamon Beats is a game that combines physics and rhythm and puzzle elements together in this kind of a weird mixture way. Well, I mean, we're... Um, once the initial idea was made, how did you go about actually making sure that this is something that other people could play? I'll tell you when it's actually done, but right now we're really taking baby steps forward with it. The original premise is really about just balls colliding with objects to make sounds. The inspirations for that were um, the Animusic um, 3D rendered animation where balls are actually playing a song, um, Stomp the Musical, and also on, on YouTube you can find a, a, a clip called Apartment Beats where four Swedish DJs actually enter an apartment and start banging stuff together to make rhythm. So those were the, the references there. And now we, um, well, it all started with just the balls colliding and then from that you build the parameters, okay, so what's, what's going to be fun, what do we want to edit, so the position of the ball firing, the speed of the ball, the direction of the ball. The next questions are, okay, that do we limit the number of balls that the player can fire? Actually, do the emitters fire more than one ball per loop? Is, is time looping or is actually time just progressing and, and the emitters are periodic? We've been going through a lot of these discussions and I, I guess in the context of our game it's, it sounds like little things, but the actual, yeah, the whole gameplay actually needs to uh, come around the fact. And, and how do you test these questions? I mean, because it just seems like there are a lot of questions and a lot of experiments that need to be done. I mean, what's the most effective way to do that? Um, well, we were actually quite forward uh, with with presenting our stuff. But I, I guess for most game companies, when they have prototypes, they hold them close to chest and have internal meetings and ponder around them. Instead, we, we just want the totally different way. That we, we had a prototype that was done in two weeks. We released it on the assembly, the a demo scene event of, of thousands of visitors, and there was a there was a game competition there. So suddenly we had 5,000 people playing it, voting it, and giving feedback on, ex feedback on it. And from that, it, it gave us a validation that the idea has merit to it. And again, now that uh, from that we took it, we did the next iteration to the prototype, trying the next things that we were thinking of. And from that, actually, the, the version is the one what we, that we sent to IGF. And now that we are here, there's a lot of, lots of people coming through the conference um, and playing it, and we're seeing what's broken, what's not. And, and again, this feedback is really valuable for us when we take the game again to the next step. We, we still have months to go, and obviously we've only gone through small time in developing this version. But, but yeah, we are, we are definitely developing this into a more casual title than it is right now. And yeah, the step, steps to go there, yeah, they, there's plenty, but thankfully there's still time. Um, what are the surprises or lessons that you've learned by people playing the game at IGF this year? Um, well, uh, th there weren't so many surprises, really. Uh, we, we know that the version that we have here 
is early, and the um, the controls are a, a bit too technical right now. That you you have too many variables given to the player right from the start. Like the player needs to adjust the position of an emitter, the direction and the velocity that it fires the ball. But and on top of that, you have a time offset, which is, <coughs> I mean, how do you show a player that you can move an emitter in time? That's not that that's one thing that's really not intuitive, at least in the way that we're doing it right now. And we're probably just gonna get rid of that altogether and and make things that there, there's a lot of things that we've put in just to test, and they're parallel in nature right now. But for the for the casual game that it's going to be in the la in later on, things need to be serialized more. That you're not working on multiple beat layers at the same time, but instead you're the, the game gives them to you in a, like one after another to give you a sense of progression. We may limit the player's choice of of which elements he gets to tune per level. Like okay, in this level you you only adjust the position of the emitters, or in this one only direction. At at least that's the tutorial phase and so on. So we're learning that kind of stuff, like how to ease the player into the gameplay, and that's that's really good here. We we have people who play it and give instant feedback. Like I don't understand what am I doing? What, yeah. what do I need to do next? And yeah, that that helps us forward really much. Do you also have uh, web forums where people like come to there and check out your game and give you feedback there? Well, we we launched our our own web forums um, three weeks ago. It's the Secret Exit Members Club. If you join, you get the complimentary diploma and a decoder octagon. So sign up now. Uh, the we the we're very open to hearing all kinds of feedback regarding all of our games there. And and being a small company that we are. I mean, we really value all the feedback that we get from people who enjoy our games and the prototypes, and and yeah, all all the conversation that we can get going there will definitely aid our development. You know, what would you say is different between the company, the the small studio that you're in right now, and other studios? I mean, can you describe the culture of your studio? Um, well. Definitely, the amount of noodles that are a part of our diets—that's that—that's one thing. Um, but but yeah, there's um, there is—it's a tremendous, tremendously good feeling to know that you are working some uh, on something that you've that you, the original idea is yours, and and all the conversation that's going is really, yeah, it's really all about what what you want to be doing, and and of course making it something that all the people are enjoying. So. It's really good to work like that, and we hope that it leads to even limited commercial success, so that we can keep on doing it. Uh, yeah. Uh, aside from that, we're we're really a bunch of guys who are sarcastic, nasty, and and we argue a lot with in a good way to get to get the game improved. And do you folks do a lot of prototypes of other types of games while you're refining this, or is it mainly focusing on this game? Um, I have to say that even though we're a small team, we're, we're just four people in, in Helsinki right now, it would be really risky to focus on just one thing, because if, if that thing fails, then what do you have to le left to stand on? So obviously, yeah, uh, we, we take some time aside to do different things. Uh, right now, Cinnamon Beats is, is a long-term project. It's going to be finished around November this year. But at the same time, we uh, for the fans of the original Dismount games, we announced that um, Stair Dismount 2 is coming uh, out by the end of March. Oh, nice. And we'll see how people enjoy the things that we have, well, put in there. And um, if 
well, if it gets a good reception, then absolutely we're committed to working with, with that game as well. Um, are there any other subtle things that you guys have to do since you're a small studio to uh, make sure that you're staying abreast of everything? Well, there's a being being in Finland is already a challenge uh, as as far as being a part of the industry. Um, but for Finland again, we we have a very tightly woven developer community there. I mean, all the guys meet once per month for beer in a in a bar, and we we discuss all the stuff that we shouldn't. And so, for for that, at least the community over there is is really good. And I I think that um, we we are quite um, outspoken community, so that you you do find Finnish developers uh, commenting and and discussing stuff even on on the popular international forums. Um, that's all I wanted. So they should check out secretexit.com or. Yeah. www.secretexit.com Thank you very much.